Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Two words to me in three years of Bret Hart Snow is already beginning to fall in Colorado as a small figure clad in all black stands on a balcony in front of a glass door, takes a deep breath, exhales, and slowly opens it, entering an apartment. The figure slinks through to another door, which opens with a slight creak. A bearded man seated before a computer turns with a start. Who are... what are you... how'd you get my home? That is the least of your concerns now. What the fuck is happening? Who are you? I can be a friend, or I will be your annihilation. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. But you are coming with me regardless. Winslow pulls out a gun and fires at Luke. A dart hits him right in the neck, and his vision blurs as Winslow begins dragging him from the room. Over 700 miles away, crisp leaves blanket the front lawn of a Little Rock home, in front of which a black car sits, idling. Inside, a man in need of a haircut sits before a computer, typing rapidly. He then slides his chair over to a corkboard covered in photos, writing, and red yarn. A tall man with graying hair and glasses bursts into the room, gun in hand. What the fuck? Keep it down. Holy shit. Tom? How did you find me? You're not exactly off the grid. You know that, right? Well, yeah, but... Hey, hey, why do you have a gun? Because I need you to come with me, and you're going to help me. Help you with what? Tom takes a step toward the board and gestures widely. With all of this, Sam, I need your help to make sense of this. I need your help to remember. Hello and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends fill themselves mind, body, and soul with an utterly miserable hour and 44 (laughs) minutes of a devilish Tom Hanks. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of those dumb idiots. And I don't have anything clever prepared. I just don't want to be here. I'm Luke Patrick. I'm the other idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this week we watched 2004's The Lady Killers. God damn it, Luke, how was your watch? Mm. 
I'm just gonna ride this energy that you're providing, and then go go hard on the fact that, uh, dude, I did not enjoy this movie. In fact, I would say this is one of the more challenging watches we have had thus far, and I did not mm-hmm. deserve it. I booted up the film. I was like, I finished work. I had a good work week. I'm ready to consume some Tom Hanks, and then I feel like I just got kicked in the nuts repeatedly for an hour and forty four yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty fucking wretched. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, um, it was there any good, good aspect to your watch? So to the film, I do later, later we'll try to pull it back and we'll try to talk about the good bits cause there's gotta be some, but as far as good parts to my watch go, uh, I had a nice Twix ice cream bar. That was pretty good. Um, they make ice cream bars yeah they do make ice cream bars and my dude uh even for a lactose intolerant person like me it was too much to to not uh you know give into that temptation so i did consume with some lactate a full bar uh you know my own ibs and uh (laughs) lactose problems notwithstanding did just house that thing and it was a fucking glorious so fuck yeah dude yeah, how about you? Were there were there any any good? We're just looking for morsels here, little mm, tasty crumbs. Oh. Any parts to your watch that were good? Luke, let me tell you, this was just sort of the missionary position of watches. Mm. No, nothing special here. Uh, just kind of the typical watch. I'll say I had a really nice day. I took the day off. I read a book cover to cover today. Oh damn! Um, Look at you, the professor yeah. over here. And uh, and then this movie ruined it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just for up from up from below, out of left field, this thing just came mm-hmm. swinging. Took a right hook straight oh. to the chin is how I feel. And and it it really got me. It really suckered me in because I I checked the runtime before I started it, and I said, oh, an hour forty four mm-hmm. minutes. This is gonna be easy breezy, beautiful cover girl kind of flick, and uh, it wasn't. Mm-mm. It wasn't. Yeah, not a bit. Um, I, d- I don't know what to say, man. I'm in the same bucket. I thought a breezy hour 44 with my ability to shoot back Tom Hanks movies. This will be completely fine. No issues whatsoever. Uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen. I mean, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed a good timeout with those yeah. two at the helm. Uh, but it did not. It did not shake out the, that way this time. Uh, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, not a yeah, bit. It- and so um, maybe it's on this note that we should say uh, we are we are not tweeting at Tom. We are not talking about whether we miss Tom because we're just so goddamn angry at Tom for what he did to us this week. I just I can't fucking take it, Luke. I'm mad at Tom. Yeah, I feel like I just need some time. I need some separation <laughs> from Tom. <laughs> For a little bit after this one. I you know what? We'll be back. There will be more good times, but for now I need him to sleep on the couch and I need to starfish yeah. across the whole bed and just kinda have a think for a little mm-hmm. while. Yeah, Tom, you you don't want to hear from us right now. Mm-mm. Uh so how about this, Luke? I don't even think this deserves a plot breakdown. <laughs> Do you want me to give the world's angriest, sketchiest plot? Sure, do it. Okay, let me get into the right headspace. God damn it, Tom. God damn it, Tom. God damn it, Tom. Uh, so there's an old lady who lives in a house that's adjacent to a, a casino, a floating casino, because we're somewhere in Mississippi. 
and that's how those work. Uh, I don't know why I'm angry about that. That's a real thing. <laughs> that's a legit part of Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi. Anyway, um, Tom Hanks is the professor who's just a chatty, obnoxious fucking douchebag who assembles oh, a heist God. crew. And then they slowly tunnel into the casino next door. They steal the money one by one. They all sort of die in various ways while they figure out what to do about the old lady because she figured out what they done did. And Sam, that's the plot. I mean, that's it, right? That's, that's the whole it. thing. Well, you've, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. There's a trash island for some reason and a cat named Pickles. Yeah, both facts I would like to dig more into, but that's... Over the course of an hour and 44 minutes, that is the sum total of what is achieved in this movie, is that people rob a mm -hmm. casino, they then suffer a series of unfortunate events, and they all die, and then the old lady gets all the money. And then we start right back where we began, at the fucking sheriff's office, the police yep. station, with the old lady, except now she's got a shitload of money that presumably she's going to donate to some bullshit bible college uh i hope that's yep. not a real college <laughs> that i just dunked on it 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 might be but who gives a shit yeah um yeah i so your your point about being angry about the boat casino um i got mad about it because there's a point where tom talks about how like uh, the state of Mississippi doesn't allow gambling on land, but it does on the water. And my first question was, uh, does he not know about Biloxi? <laughs> <laughs> now, I guess one could argue that Biloxi is on the water. <laughs> it's surrounded by it. Um, sure, but isn't all land by that logic luke yeah that's hey that's fair hey officer i know the laws <laughs> but uh here in the great state of colorado i would like to point out that several thousand miles away we are surrounded by water so exactly checkmate officer <laughs> uh yeah man this movie's fucking terrible it's the worst <laughs> one we've seen i think hey bud i actually turned to my housemates after finishing this movie and i said that may be the worst Tom Hanks movie we've seen. At the very least, it was the worst to watch. It was the hardest to get yeah. through. And then to which my wife said, even Bachelor Party? A question I now turn on you, Sam. Even Bachelor Party? I gotta tell ya, uh, Ken and I were talking about it. Pretty pretty sure it's worse than Bachelor Party. Mm, see? I, I think it's certainly more racist than Bachelor Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, want to dig into that, but um, I would totally agree. I feel like Bachelor Party was, Bachelor Party was fun to watch in its own horrible shit showy kind of way, right? Yeah, like yeah, it made you seethe and shout at a television, mm -hmm. but at least you were engaged. Yeah. this I feel like, like you yeah. said, you just kind of sit there and take it. Yeah, I'll I'll admit to you right now, I broke our rule. I got on my phone for a little bit. Um, oh, I did, man. I, I nearly quit the movie. I really did almost quit the movie <laughs> and put on something else. I knew I was in for a bad time because to, to part the kimono here a little bit, I was probably 25 minutes behind you and I got a text from you roughly 25 minutes into the movie that said, <laughs> Hey, bud, what are our rules on quitting? And then I had to send you back a, a sort of feisty one saying you cannot, <laughs> you cannot abort the missions, and dude. <laughs> And Luke, 
Can I tell you that that message broke my fucking heart? <laughs> Not that I don't get it. I was sat there 30 minutes into this movie-ish wanting to do the same, but my dude, we signed up. Nobody gives a shit if I we know. watched 30 Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> We're up to 31. We got to do all of them. I know. I just don't. Look, I don't even want to talk about the movie. So instead, I'm just going to talk about literally anything else I can think of. Okay. Um, um, I do have some talking points about the movie, but I think that's fair. And can I actually kick us off on the talking about random tangents? Uh-huh. So I played some trivia this week with some coworkers, and Sam, a Tom Hanks Ooh, trivia okay. question came up, and you know your boy crushed it, but I'm curious if you can nail Fuck it off yeah. the gate, too. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which of these films was Tom Hanks' third Academy Award nomination? Okay. I can give... Oh, oh, the, they're... Are there options? I can give you some options if you want some options. Okay. Uh, Actually, I, I, I remember the specific ones. Do you want the specific options that it gave me? Yeah, I've, I've got an idea. Okay, so I'm going to write down the one that okay. I think it is just right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and to, to clue all of you in at home, part of the, the benefit of doing this is that Sam and I suspect that we would absolutely crush any tom hanks trivia and uh so far that has oh, yeah. been the case so sam i'm very curious to see what you wrote on that paper do you want your options now yes please uh is it toy story forrest gump or apollo 13 Ooh, uh shit that none of those are the one that i wrote down oh no. uh so you got uh, this. by by that logic it's gotta be apollo 13 it was apollo 13 ding 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 okay Fuck yeah. Okay, so I had written down Castaway uh, uh, because I know he was nominated for that one. Yeah. But I didn't know how many before. Yeah, I, so. I guess that would be number four. So you're you're looking a little bit too yeah. far beyond there, which is fair because that's where we are sort of as a collective. So that's fair enough. So, okay, so, so it was Philadelphia... Yeah, I just didn't know you'd been nominated for Apollo 13. Mm -hmm. I mean, he deserves it for that one. Yep. Not for this one, though, Tom. No, that was a good movie. Unlike this one, goddammit, Tom. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. It, it was just, Luke, it was just exhausting. Did you just feel exhaust, like, just worn down? Mm -hmm. Like someone had taken, like, a belt sander to your skull for the whole <laughs> runtime? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, a good movie should sort of revitalize you, like give you something to think about or leave you like feeling something. No, in this case, I feel like I got a colonoscopy for actually probably yeah. for about the same amount of time that it takes to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> and I would have. Yeah, at but least at least gotten... you'd be asleep for the colonoscopy. Yeah. And then we would have uh, some lab results. You know, I would have gotten something from yeah. that. So. Oh, yeah. man. I'm looking at it now, and fully half my notes are just, holy shit, this is so bad. Mm -hmm. Hey, can we talk about the IBS thing real quick? Do we have to? Yeah, I mean, we gotta talk about the movie at least a little bit. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so J.K. Simmons has IBS and nearly shits himself <laughs> a bunch of times. Are you happy now, Luke? Like a bunch. Like a, guys, a bunch of times. <laughs> He's just doing stuff. And then randomly is about to shit himself, um, which, again, as a fellow sufferer, has not been my experience, though I've never robbed a casino. So maybe that's the trigger for him. 
Yeah, I. so you don't, in the middle of any sort of activity, you don't freeze up and just, like, have the worst sort of grit, t- gritted teeth kind of <laughs> expression on your face. <laughs> Holding back that deluge of shit. Yeah. Uh, to such a degree that you could easily be confused for being strangled, a gag that does happen in this movie. Yeah, I don't spontaneously just do the world's hardest kegels uh, and <laughs> try to keep everything in gear. Um, it's a bizarre plot point, and it's one that's made pretty central in this movie. Oh my god, it happens so much. Hey, so what do you think is stronger, Luke? The Hoover Dam or J.K. Simmons' character Sphincter. <laughs> if I were a bet man, and I am, I would bet on the Sphincter every time. I would bet oh, on that yeah. Sphincter for sure. <laughs> That's a Sphincter of Steel. <laughs> and there's the episode title. Sphincter of Steel. <laughs> um, so I did pause the movie uh, to get some dessert. Mm-hmm. And... I thought I was near the end of the movie because they had completed the heist and Tom was in uh, probably his eighth fucking indecipherable monologue. Um, And uh, I paused it and there were 40 minutes Mm. left. Yeah, that's your mistake. You can't look at you can't look what uh, what's left. You can't pause it. I'm guilty of this. You know, our our bylaws don't say anything about pausing it for half a second just to see how much is left on a film. I've done it. I've done it before. Oh yeah. It'll it'll break your spine every single time, dude. You can't do it. <laughs> I legitimately almost cried when I saw that. <laughs> see, that's you got to turn it around because with our ability to just consume uh like like we're at a fair competition eating hot dogs just to consume tom hanks movies you just got to think to yourself that's only 40 minutes it's only 40 minutes sure but that's like eating like 30 hot dogs that are studded with razor blades (laughs) yeah that's fair uh it's a tough one well i'm sorry that you experienced that i i too (laughs) did experience this um it was it was not a good it was not a good movie, and there was no amount of ice cream or I don't know what you have for dessert. Did it did it make a dent in what you were experiencing? Uh, I had a brown butter caramel uh, gelato that I crushed up some dark chocolate Oreos into. Ooh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good, Luke. Nice man. Um, okay, so I fuck it. Yeah, I'll engage with this movie, Luke. What's with Tom's fucking accent? Hey, what's with Tom's fucking teeth? Let me chuck that one in there while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's let's talk about his whole mouth situation. It's bad. Yeah. It's all bad. The accent is all over the place. Yeah. The teeth are nasty, and his lips are curled the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's stuck in what I've heard you refer to before as the redneck grimace. Which uh, is hard to do over podcast yeah. radio, but uh, <laughs> folks, you, if you know what it is, you know exactly what it is. Um, it is it is the face you make when you stare directly into the sun, but try not to. <laughs> like, look at the sun, but like, I mean, don't. Hey, folks, 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 yeah. just legally here, don't, don't, don't look at the sun. I did not tell you to do that. But if you do look at the sun, which I did not tell you to do... 
and you can't like cover your face or anything so you just kind of squint real hard and you're squinting so hard that your teeth are exposed that's a redneck grimace folks and i invented it uh well i didn't invent it i discovered it yeah the, i put a name to it the redneck grimace has been perfected over several hundred years oh, oh uh, centuries of rednecks grimacing towards a, a bright and hateful sun uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so yeah, he was kind of curled into a form of the redneck grimace. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the accent but, was was nuts this week because we've heard him do a southern accent before several times. Mm-hmm. Like Forrest Gump comes to mind. So I think it's a combination yeah. of what are clearly false teeth, and then the insane direction that he was given for this movie. Which again, you know what? I don't even blame Tom for this movie. I'm just gonna go ahead and blame Joel and Ethan Cohen for this movie. Yeah. Hey, Brothers Cohen, were you on fucking cocaine? I mean, possibly. They make good movies, just not this one. Not this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... Did it sometimes seem like Tom was going so Southern Gentleman that he accidentally uh, took the boat back across the ocean and was in England? Yeah, there's a little bit of that mid-Atlantic sort of Fraser-esque accent. um, But again, delivered with a patter that is just insane. So like, he'd kind of deliver the lines like this all the time. And so it got really, really irritating. And he'd use really, really big words and change up his pattern a whole lot. And it fucking sucked. Oh, God, I can't believe I just did that. Indubitably, my dear man. Oh, Yeah, it's just, just fucking wretched. Um, and then, uh, and he just constantly throughout the movie, it's just Tom going on these fucking screeds in that shitty accent that Luke nailed, mm-hmm. uh, far better than Tom ever did. But I assume <laughs> if you slapped some fucking false teeth in Luke's skull yeah. and, and made him curl his lips like he's staring directly into the surface of the goddamn sun, he would have the shitty accent. Why did we watch it? <laughs> <laughs> oh there's the passion that's what you want right there there's the passion oh man this one sucked <laughs> this was so bad uh okay okay so kenna was in the room with me i, I don't know why uh but but she was there and um i'll say the brightest point of this was when uh the the general mm-hmm. uh, pulled the cigarette out of his mouth. One of the, I think the second, first or second time they pull that gag out of the like four times they do it. Mm-hmm. And, and when it pops back out, Kenna gave the weakest laugh I have ever heard. <laughs> emanate. It was no joke. It was just this, huh? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it's like, it's the most pathetic shit. And it fucking killed me. It was the best joke to happen during this movie is my wife being so unamused but forcing herself to laugh. Hey, she also asked, do you think this is Tom's biggest regret? Mm. Hey, that's a really, really good question because as mentioned, there are some Mm -hmm. other films, see Bachelor Party, that you kind of assume he regrets more, but I don't know, Sam, do you think he's proud of this performance? He, there's no way he can be Luke. So, so here's here's my justification for it. 
I think bachelor party, he goes, I was starting out. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of choices in this career. It and and I had to take what I could get. Yeah. You know? That that's kinda how things were in the eighties. They were all these dumb, horny comedies, and I was just in that space and I had to do it to make a buck so that my family could live. I had to feed my family and getting a donkey high is how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but in, but in 2004? Yeah. 2004? Tom doesn't have to work anymore. No. No, this is a man who's made Castaway, who's made Forrest Gump, who made Big, made Toy Story. Two toys, Toy Stories. We've, we've been to the Toyverse two, twice. Two Toy Stories. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, huh, this excessively racist movie based on what I can only assume was an extremely racist 1955 movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you worry about uh, this with, being the reboot, right? The- yeah. <laughs> uh, with a completely batshit role, yeah, he's he's got to fucking regret it. He didn't have to do this. Mm. His family could eat. Rita was fine. Yeah, Rita's working too. I mean, she's also bringing in lots of bacon. I mean... I don't know, man. I think this was a, you know what? I think we don't, we, uh, we aren't a serious podcast, but here's my serious thought on this movie, which is that I I think the chance to work with Joel and Ethan Coen popped up and I believe this is post Fargo. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so our boy Tom thought, you know what? Fuck it. That sounds amazing. And then uh, it was just the wrong project. I think this wasn't the right one for sure. So you think that basically, uh, I don't know how it works over there in Holly weird, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I assume Tom received a letter in the mail and it said, dear Tom Hanks, I'm Joel and Ethan Cohen, and we want you to be in our next movie. Yeah. Uh, and Tom said, sign me up. Yeah. Uh, and then he got to his trailer and they said, here's the script. And he said, oh, Fuck. Oh, fuck. Here's the script and fuck. here's your fake teeth. Uh, we'll expect huh? you on on stage with your cane in about 10 minutes. Yeah, I think that's basically how it goes down. I also think that the Brothers Cohen only refer to themselves as we. Uh, we, yeah. we would have you in our movie. Um, yeah, for some reason I think they're a hive mind, which honestly doesn't even seem like that's a headcanon. I think that's just fact at this point. Yeah, I, I I think we all know that they're just sort of one being in two bodies. Yeah, hundred percent and total total misfire this time, guys. Well, Sam, do you have Ooh, any yeah. other uh, sort of rapid fire thoughts about this movie, or is it all just rage? The cat was cute. Hmm. Yeah, good cat. Pickles was a great cat. Um. Okay. Okay. I have. I have two. So first of all, I don't know about you. I was genuinely confused about the time period for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because yep. it seems very old-timey because Tom's character seems very old-timey. And there is a typewriter in the first scene. Mm, I missed it. it. Oh, typewriter watch. I totally missed it. I know. Uh, typewriter watch and dick watch. Uh, that's <laughs> what I'm on these days. And uh, But then, like, it's also very clearly like in the in the 2000s yeah so it's just sort of a strange fucking setting um 
Yeah, it's it's a weird matchup uh, because essentially we flop between something that's kind of like a psycho-ish vibe, like a 50s, 60s kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then we jump straight into, as it's described in the film, hippity hop music in a very, very Ugh. modern 2000s feel. So just imagine Psycho with a boombox, and that's pretty much where we landed. And it is not good. Oh, it is not it is not. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, two other thoughts for you. One, uh, it's not really even a thought. Tom's room was $15 a week? In the 2000s? Hey, hang on. In the 2000s? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, you can get... That's like two, two and a half cups of uh, like a latte at Starbucks. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Oh. It's basically free. Yeah, that's a real good spot. And that house is super nice. It's a nice room. Fuck, I, dude. I don't... I... And then uh, here's the other thing. So at uh, when Tom first meets um, the lady... I don't even know her fucking name, to be honest with you. Uh, the landlady. Uh, he says that he is both quiet and not quiet. And then he said, it's a bit of a riddle. What? <laughs> it's a riddle, Sam. Do you not get it? It's a riddle. That's that's not a fucking riddle. Mm, yeah. I mean, he is a very learned professor, and I am uh, but a humble person without a college education. So who am I to say? Hey, that's a question. Do you think he's actually a classicist, or do we give a fuck? Uh, I sh- Fuck, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know... Who- what the fuck is going on with his character because it's like he seems like maybe he's really a professor but at the same time i i i mean he recites some poetry yeah anybody can do that though you don't have to be trained to do that yeah fuck, but look, i could have do you that. memorized any poems about greece and rome hmm. no not about greece and greece and rome i could probably rattle off a couple but uh yeah, I see your point. He's also really, really chill with murder. So... He is pretty, like, they're like, oh, we should kill the lady. And he's like, hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah, there's about a minute yeah, of fine. deliberation before he's like, yeah, it seems good. So if he's a tenured professor he... somewhere and he's genuinely on sabbatical, <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> uh, well... Luke, you got any other thoughts? Hmm, I do. I only have one more, and that is how much goddamn garbage does this town produce? Because it's a running yeah, gag. Yeah, what's with Trash Island? <laughs> There's an island in the middle of the Mississippi, the Mississippi, where they go to dump, uh, dump garbage, and there's a running gag where there's a barge that comes by with a bunch of garbage, and they dump some corpses into it. Essentially, that's where everybody ends up in this movie that's not the old lady, is Trash Island. Uh, but... Yeah. It's just continuous. Like, there's a sequence where there's a couple of murders in a row, and every goddamn okay, time, so, they just use the fucking trash barge. So, so this is the thing. I, I was under the impression that all the deaths happen in the same night, which means that that barge is going to Trash Island like six times a night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is all definitively within a couple hours of each other in the same night, for so, sure. Well, 
what the fuck is going on with Trash Island? Yeah, I don't know what's happening down in like Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or wherever the fuck we are. Uh, but y'all gotta cool it. <laughs> gotta learn to recycle. Yeah. Get a recycling or, program going. Or here's the thing: maybe just make like one real big delivery to mm. Trash Island instead of like sixteen a night. That's true. Those look like full barges, but I'm assuming you can sort of Django in some more trash if you had to. Uh, I mean, clearly they had enough room for a few dead bodies. Yeah, it's true. If you got room to hide a couple corpses, you got room to hide a couple more, you know, diapers and whatever else people are checking out in this goddamn town. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, that's pretty much it on my front, man. It was just a real trash heap of a movie to stay topical. I, I feel like I went to Trash Island and then I sat there. You know what? It's like I was in Castaway. But instead of the island that he was castawayed on, I was castawayed onto Trash Island for an hour and 44 yeah. minutes. Yeah, we both really fucking were. This was awful, and I, I'm i not the same person I was. Mm-mm. Well, Luke, <laughs> Hank's bank. <laughs> Let's go. Shabbat Shalom, folks. I'm Truck Tuggerman with Truck Tuggerman's Tugger Trucks, and I'm here to talk to you about the new Dodge Ram. And uh, what better way to resume your work after Shabbos than with a new powerful Hemi-driven truck? Please come on down to Truck Tuggerman's Tugger Trucks and try out this heavy-duty truck today. Uh, But, of course, after uh, the Shabbat time is over. Uh, Luke, I'm going to need you to plot a casino heist and the murder of all your accomplices. It's time to come with me to the conspiracy corner. Ooh, oh man, I need this this week. Like I always need the conspiracy corner, but this week I I need some meaning. I need some goddamn purpose out of the hour and 44 minutes that we wasted on this film. So Sam, I'm here. Uh, I'm so ready for this. Okay, so Luke. In in our last outing uh, to the conspiracy corner, uh, we established that Tom Hanks as Chuck Noland, bef- because they are the same man, um, summoned ATAR through the creation of Wilson the Volleyball to our plane of existence, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I'm tracking so far. Okay. When Tom Hanks first arrives in this film, uh, we see... Uh, we see candles almost getting blown out, the lights flickering, and a cat being distressed, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and there's a song in the movie about how the devil's in this world. Ooh. Yeah, there is, my guy. And Tom has a goatee. Mm-hmm. And he plays a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Hey, Luke. Mm-hmm. Tom Tom Hanks is the devil in this movie. Holy shit. Oh my god, Sam, you just fixed this fucking movie for me. Well, I no, that's Luke. Hey, hey, Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke, Luke. No, the movie's still terrible. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is still yeah, terrible, the, but you did make it you made it make more sense. How about that? Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Um but I, I'm about to I'm about to turn it on its head. Okay. Because here's the thing, Luke. This wasn't real. 
Ooh, oh my god. So you're thinking this is like a dream state? So here's what it was, Luke. Is this was Tom having sort of a, a hallucination, if you will, like a fever dream. Mm. As he is battling with himself to reject Atar's spirit from his own soul. Mm. Because what do we see in this movie? We see Tom Hanks as the devil. Yeah. And then we see him kill uh, uh, his friends. We see him be comfortable with the murder of an old woman who just wants to help out some shitty Bible university or whatever. Uh, we, we, we see him dealing with this. We see Tom seeing himself as the devil, seeing the devil in himself. Mm. And what do we see at the end of the movie is Tom dying. Yes, dangling from a bridge with sort of a, uh, I'd say it's almost a wing-like uh, figure yes. happening. Like the, the wings of a fallen angel, Beelzebub himself. Uh, mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. dude this is this is making a terrifying amount of sense to me right now <laughs> well that doesn't speak well for either of our sort of <laughs> mental states but Luke this was Tom purging Atar's spirit from his own mm. after after they had been bound together after Castaway yeah 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 so this is so you're saying that we were Heading towards possession categories, sort of heading to heading towards an exorcism, but that this has yes. purged him of that evil spirit going through this. And absolutely, absolutely. And I think he was driven to this state, and I think he was put into this sort of comatose fever dream state because Atar was gaining power in this world, mm. and he was starting to take over more of Tom's spirit. And he was starting to really overwhelm Tom's faculties because, as we know, Tom was was sent by God to defeat Atar. Um, I forgot about that part, but yeah, we have established that that's canon uh, for sure. Yeah. And so, so this was Atar starting to win that battle, but Tom said no, and he locked himself down into a dream state, mm. and he killed he killed the devil in himself. Yes. So are you thinking, now you're not saying that this is the end of Atar, surely not. No, 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 no. This is just the end of Atar within Tom's own spirit. Right. So it was sort of like a Voldemort situation, mm-hmm. um, if you will, in that uh, Atar sort of had a piece of himself in Tom because Tom had summoned Atar into this realm, and so uh, they were bound together by their souls, meaning that there's some of Tom and Atar, which makes Atar very powerful, mm-hmm. but there's also some of Atar and Tom. Yes, I understand completely. So he has de-horcruxed himself. He has uncruxed his own soul. And now that he's uncruxed, uh, Atar is still at large, but Tom is, is, is marginally safer from the machinations of Atar at this point. He's not out of the woods, yeah. but Atar, I think, can no longer... Uh, sort of take direct control over him. Sure. Like he could have before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, dude. This makes so much sense. And I, I thank you. I thank you for making the hour and 44 minutes that we spent on this movie at least have, like, some meaning. Because holy shit, in the span of about five minutes, you just injected so much more plot <laughs> and so much more purpose into this film that it fucking had when I when I watched it. Uh, so thank you for that. 
that's amazing. Uh, I definitely feel purged myself. <laughs> and uh, You're welcome. I am still pretty terrified of what ATAR is going to keep doing in the future. Oh, oh I don't think it's good. No, I'm pretty scared I, of it. I don't it. think it's good at all. Yeah. Uh, so... So we'll see. I, I think we've still got a lot of time for ATAR to get up to some real nasty shit. Yeah. I am concerned about it, as we all should be. Mm-hmm. Yes, stay frosty out there, folks. If you aren't looking for ATAR, maybe uh, maybe keep an eye open. And uh, keep that third eye open, even. And uh, stay frosty yes. out there. Uh, well, Luke, mm-hmm. uh, let's... Let's really start thinking about next week because mm-hmm. I need just a glimmer of hope. Yeah, that sounds amazing right now. Uh, so, Luke, next week we will be watching 2004's The Terminal. <laughs> I've never been happier. I've never been happier for any reason. I, I can't believe I how much mirth it just gave me to know that we're going to have to watch The Terminal next week, a, a tolerable movie. Oh. Oh God, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So Luke, you've you've seen the terminal, right? Yes, I've seen the terminal, I think a couple of times. Okay. Okay, and I've seen it as well. Famously, it's one of the few Tom Hanks movies I have have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh so in that case, what we do, uh, as always, is we predict what the movie would be about if we only knew the title. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Do you want to go first or do you want me to break off a, a nice slice of this? Uh, no, I I can go first. Okay, yeah, well, well, hit me with what you're thinking over there, my guy. So The Terminal is a movie starring Tom Hanks in which he plays a scientist who discovers terminal velocity. Good improving. Keep keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) And it is about his journey dropping items from very tall buildings... And measuring how fast they fall. Mm. And their rate of acceleration. Interesting. Yeah. Is it? Uh, Actually, so, I take it back. Is it interesting? That sounds interesting. No. It's it's <laughs> extremely dry. It's it's very dry. It's very scientific. Uh it's uh it's sort of well, it's Tom's first Scandinavian film. Ooh. And so it goes it goes hard in the paint on the science. And not so much in the drama. Yeah. Oh, so I'm kind of here it, for this. A nice little art film that I can kind of curl up with with a nice non-alcoholic beer and really just sort of sip over the course of You say that, Luke, but it is three and a half hours of, of Tom Hanks behind like a, I'm going to say sort of a cold blue filter mm-hmm. that they sort of did in post. Uh, just doing nonstop experiments <laughs> that that are not interesting. Again, it's just like dude dropping coconuts off a tower, yeah, and being like, "Huh, well that happened." Huh. <laughs> and then and then at the end of the movie, he goes, "Oh, terminal velocity, nice. It's uh, it's nine point eight meters per second squared." Yeah, won a lot of Palm d'Or awards. Uh, this mm-hmm. was a real, just a real uh, a snack, if you will, for the international film scene. Well, I could see that. That sounds pretty good, He's, dude. He here's the other kicker: there's no one else in the movie. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's just Tom for three and a half hours dropping shit. Yeah, although and sleeping. 
it did just occur to me, Sam, that that sounds kind of horrible as a movie, but if you did it as a Twitch stream, I would so watch that all day. Are you kidding me? Oh, fuck yeah. I would watch Tom Hanks behind a sort of cold blue filter, Mm -hmm. dropping shit off a tower and going, hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it says about Twitch that I find that to be the acceptable medium for uh, transferring that specific flavor, but uh, I would totally watch the shit out of that. Yeah, resub, 100%. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, Luke, what do you think it is? So I've been watching a lot of like 90s era uh, sort of sci-fi stuff. Uh, So think like Mm -hmm. X-Files. And there's there, yeah. there was a running theme during that time period of like kind of fear of technology because the internet was just becoming a thing and like cell phones were on the uh-huh. horizon. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking that this is in that same vein of killer computer, that killer computer trope in that oh, uh, shit. Tom is dealing with a terminal, a computer terminal that I think murders Fuck. people. And it's like related to the power supply. It's sort Fuck, of like yes. how. <laughs> And for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom, as a specialist, is required to interface with the terminal. Maybe that's his job. Maybe he works. Um, I think that's it. He works at a like a power supply company or something where he has to interface with the terminal. And then people keep dying all over the place, sort of Electric City style. Uh, <laughs> which would just be right up Tom's alley because that's like fear of technology. The guy's huge on typewriters. Yeah. Uh, so maybe oh my god I'm thinking at the very end after he's defeated Hal and sort of a diehard-ish standoff in a giant building controlled by the computer the terminal mm-hmm. I think uh, we see him on a beach somewhere with a typewriter just chilling and uh, staying the fuck away from technology so I think it's going to be a total like Y2K fear of technology kind of movie standing ovation I fucking love it <laughs> Now, sadly, we both know that that's neither of these things is what the terminal is going to be about. Hey, are you kidding? Is, is the terminal's not... runtime actually three and a half hours? God, no. I, I, okay. I mean, I don't know how long it is, but I'm like a ninety nine percent sure it is not three and a half hours. Yeah, I thought it was way more bite sized than that. So you kind of gave me the shits for half a second there. <laughs> I was really concerned. Uh, was it was it me or was it uh, the IBS that uh, that makes you freeze up and grimace for twenty minutes? Yeah, you know who can say? Maybe I just needed to do a round of kegels uh, all of a sudden. Maybe. Uh, you you really gotta gotta get that sort of biological dam going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, folks, that'll do it for us this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. In the meantime. You can catch us uh, at uh, Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy Pod or Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. Or uh, drop us a line, send us an email at hanksypanksypod at uh, gmail.com. Uh, please send us an email, talk to us about what you think ATAR's up to during all this time on, on in our realm. Uh, and... Uh, and yeah, just kind of drop us a review, share us with a friend. We're we're pretty fucking incompetent and don't know how to spread this show around. So so if you could do that for us, that'd be great. Um, but uh, but Luke, oh uh, also thank you to to Ryan Boyd for our kickass intro music. You can fo- uh, find them on Twitter at Ryan Droid D R O Y D. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It is. Professor, I can't really play the butt sack. Womp womp. <laughs> ah! <laughs>
Okay, let's get out of here. This movie sucked. Yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We'll be back next week with 2004's The Terminal. Yeah.